Namo Buddhaya. Welcome back to Monks in the Morning from Colombo Dhamma Friends of Mahameonawa. The monks here are so happy to get to spend time with you now. Today, we're going to learn the next blessing in the Mahamangala Sutta. Do you remember all the blessings that you've learned before? If not, you can go back and listen to those shows. Just go to the show notes on the website serenecolombo.org and click on the link for the whole series of Mahamangala Sutta talks. The blessing that we'll learn today is called heedfulness. In the sermon, we'll get many similes and stories to help us understand this very important word. It's a blessing so important that the Supreme Buddha said that all the other good qualities he taught us can fit into this one quality of heedfulness. Now let's go for refuge and take the five precepts. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arehato samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse buddhang saranang gacchami dhammang saranang gacchami sanghang saranang gacchami dutiyampi buddhang saranang Gachami Dutiyampi Dhammang Saranang Gachami Dutiyampi Sanghang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi Buddhang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi dhammang saranang gacchami Tatiyampi sanghang saranang gacchami Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu Say after me, I observe the precept of Abstaining from killing beings. I observe the precept of Abstaining from stealing. I observe the precept of Abstaining from sexual misconduct. I observe the precept of 
Abstaining from telling lies. I observe the precept of abstaining from taking intoxicating drinks and drugs with the refuge of the noble triple gem. I observe these precepts for happiness in this life, for rebirth in heaven, to escape from the sufferings of sansara. May it help me, may it be a blessing, sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Nama Buddhaya, Thiruvan Saranaya. Dear children, in the Mahamangala Sutta, the Buddha teaches to do the opposite of what we do in our usual day-to-day life. What does Buddha teach us? To do the opposite of what we do in our usual day-to-day life. The Buddha preaches us to be heedful and this quality in Pali we call it Appamad. Appamado cha To be diligent in practicing the Dhamma. So for us to learn about Appamada and understand what it means, the Buddha taught us a beautiful simile children. A simile is an example. If you take an elephant's footprint, it can cover the footprint of all the other animals. Just imagine of an elephant's footprint. So now imagine a cat goes and steps over the elephant's footprint. It will not exceed the elephant's footprint. So one of the greatest quality to be practiced as Buddha's disciples is Appamada, being heedful in practicing Dhamma. The footprint of other animals can't surpass an elephant's footprint. So in the same way, all the Buddha's teachings can be summarized into one word. That is what? Heedfulness, children. Appamad. Now, don't you like to be heedful? Like a florist, look for beautiful flowers. We should find good qualities in life and practice those good qualities. It's not only practicing dana. It's not always just cleaning homes and worshipping. There are other good qualities we should develop with heedfulness as well. Now, there are important qualities we should practice in life. So let's develop heedfulness, take a strong determination. Under heedfulness, all the other qualities are developed through heedfulness. Even patience, even mindfulness. You should be heedful to be mindful. 
So the meaning of heedfulness is, once an unwholesome thought arises in our mind, we are not lazy to abandon it. Now what do you think children? Are you lazy or immediately abandoning unwholesome thoughts? Are we always heedful to remove bad thoughts and evil ways of thinking? Are we always watching our minds? Or are we just following what the mind says? Now think about your life. Are you watching your mind and abandoning the bad thoughts? Or are we just following what the mind says? Think yourself. Think to yourself. Children, just imagine how you react to people. So, to other people's actions and uh, the way other people behave, sometimes we feel sad or we get overjoyed or maybe feeling regret or cornered. So, if you are upset for some reason and if you are overjoyed, and if you are intoxicated with something, if you are obsessed with something, if you can't live without that, if you can't live without seeing that, if you can't live without hearing that, if you can't live without having it, remember, if you are crying for something, that is because of not having one thing, not having heedfulness. If a person is not heedful, his life is like a dead person. His life is not even belong to him because he can't have control over his life. No happiness. Dear children, fortunately, Buddhas have the great ability of seeing past lives. And Buddha was able to show us about the past lives, the nature of past lives, and help us to be heedful. So in a section called Anamatagga Sangyutta, in the book of Sangyutta Nikaya, the Buddha explains how much we immensely suffer and have very little happiness in this journey of endless rebirth and death. For an example, when we see someone suffering a great deal, the Buddha asks us to think that I too have suffered like this and if I stay in this sansara, I am still subjected to this kind of worse suffering. This is something for you all to think when you see someone suffering. Thinking thus, helps us become diligent in practicing Dhamma children. We often hear people say they don't have time. Children say they don't have time. Even parents say they don't have time. Like when they are small, they say, okay, we have exams, then they O levels, then A levels, then university, then jobs, then they say they are married. Finally, they will tell, okay, now I am old, I can't go to a monastery. So like that, until they die, they will give all sorts of excuses. They say that because they do not see the danger of staying in this sansara. The Buddha said, one must dedicate time and energy to realize the Dhamma, just like one whose hair is on fire, struggling fast to put it out. How should we dedicate our life to realize the Dhamma? Just like one whose hair is on fire. Struggling fast to put it out. Imagine you, your hair, your body has caught fire. Imagine your hair. Then, imagine how much you would struggle fast, struggle yourself to remove that fire. More than that, you should put effort to realize the Buddha's teachings. Now, if I take a story from the Buddha's time, the great Arahant Chakupala was an Arahant who had a very serious eye illness. 
so what happens he had to lie down and take medicine he had to lie down and then while he is on a sleeping posture he sh- he should put medicine but then he was a monk who has given up the sleeping posture what happened he gave priority for heedfulness this arahant only sat straight up walked or stood never did he lay down so he was unable to take medicine as per doctor's instruction what happened on the day he became an arahant he went blind children birth in hell was more dangerous than being concerned of the eye for him that's how he became an arahant he was so heedful he did not sleep for almost 3 months so dear children we can see the diligence and dedication that these great arahants had to attain nibbana so you all don't have to give up the sleeping posture but at least keep the five precepts protect the five precepts practice dana don't wait until your parents decide to offer dana you should go to your parents and say mom dad shall we offer some dana shall we go for orphanage shall we go and worship the stupa don't wait for the parents all of us are going in this journey of sansar we too should dedicate our lives in a such a way that arahants did at least be a shadow of them so that we may never again be obstructed by the various defilements that cloud our minds now children in a book called dhammapada the dhammapada book you know right there's a special section for appamada for heedfulness i will recite some stanzas i will say some stanzas the one who develops virtue concentration and wisdom diligently reaches the deathless nibbana the negligent one who is intoxicated by sensual pleasures repeatedly dies you know what are sensual pleasures right chasing after beautiful forms sounds smell taste the diligent dhamma practitioner goes beyond death the negligent are as if already dead so dear children the blessed one finally at the passing away the blessed one said handadani bikave amantayami vo vayadamma sankara appamadena sampadeta behold now because this is the last time i am addressing you all things are impermanent subject to change so be heedful practice dhamma without heedfulness no other single quality can be developed in our lives so may all of us be heedful and with heedfulness may we practice all the good qualities in the buddha sasana and realize the four noble truths in this gautama buddha's dispensation sadhu 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 namo buddhaya metta bhavana loving kindness meditation one of the ways that we can develop heedfulness is by training the mind in meditation when we practice loving kindness meditation it's almost like training for a sport isn't it when we train well in loving kindness for sure when we're going to school or playing with friends if an angry thought pops into our mind we will be able to stop that thought right away and replace it with thoughts of loving kindness 
That's what it means to be heedful. So, close your eyes and sit quietly. Try not to move so that our mind can become still. Now, think in this way. May I be free from
so happy that we were able to spend time together today. We hope that you learned something new, and we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. So today, let's try and find ways that we can be heedful. Notice when we start to do something bad, and then right away try to do something good instead. If we notice that we're being greedy, right away we can try to be generous. If we're feeling sad or disappointed, right away we can try and think about something that makes us happy, like the teachings that we've learned from the Supreme Buddha. So, now let's share merits. Today, by body, speech, and mind, we've done many wholesome actions. You've gone for refuge, you've taken the precepts, we've listened to this sermon, practiced loving-kindness meditation. So, May all heavenly beings rejoice in this merit. May our teacher, Lokosoyo Hunksa, rejoice in this merit. May all beings have happy minds thinking about this merit. Through the power of this merit and the power of this rejoicing, may all of them and all of us soon experience the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddhaya.